Welcome everybody to the Vision Project. This is Tanner Coppernall here, the founder and the vessel of the Vision Project. This is another edition of the VP Podcast and as well as our second edition of our leadership series. Thank you for tuning in. And if you haven't checked the last podcast, go ahead and check that out because that will give you a little bit more help because we're kind of going in order, at least I'm trying to as best as I can. And so what we're doing is encouraging you guys to find new and different ways or even old ways that we haven't discovered yet to be a healthy leader. And so I want to encourage you with this. And this is so that you can go out in all of your ways of leadership, whether it's in your home as a husband or a wife or a father or mother, if it's at work as a leader, whatever position you might have, or even if it's in your church, if you're a church person. And so that's who I am, and so I'll be giving it from that perspective, but you can apply this to any sort of leadership in ministry, so I hope you enjoy this podcast, but again, if you haven't checked out the last one, go ahead and check that out, but if not, stay tuned into this one, and we will get started here right after the intro. Let's do it. Welcome to The Vision Project, a place where we strive to give hope an understanding of who Jesus is. We hope today's episode guides you to a better understanding of who he is and how much he loves and cares for you. Have a wonderful day. So last episode, what we talked about is calling and commitment. And really, I think what we're talking about today and what we have with a healthy attribute for a leader, I think really correlates with it actually like kind of right after you figure that out. And so if you haven't figured out whether or not you are committed and called into a ministry or a leadership position, this is when you kind of want to take a step back like we kind of talked about last episode and really reflect and kind of dig into and dissect whether or not God is truly calling you into this. And so it takes a lot of effort to kind of reflect, take a step back and realize whether or not you are called to a ministry But once you have realized that, and once you have gone through the process of getting confirmation from God, praying to Him, and really just trying to discover that, what you find out is that you really need consistency. What I have found is that when you're in a leadership position and consistency isn't there, it really leads to a downfall. And this is something that I wrote before, and I'm just going to read it, and it says this, Being present in your ministry or your leadership leadership position on a consistent basis is not only important for the growth of the student or the recipient of your leadership, but the leadership team and yourself as well. So the people that are surrounding you, and so I'll actually put this into a house setting. So say it is uh, you're a dad and you're also a husband. Um, If you are not present in your home, which is your first ministry, if you aren't present there and you're inconsistent, there really is a huge division within your children and also your wife or your spouse or whoever it might be. So you have caused a barrier and a division once inconsistency sprouts within your leadership role or your ministry. And so 
really that kind of correlates with all aspects of leadership in all areas. If it's in the workplace, it's a, if it's in your church, you see it happening between students, pastors, and uh, their leaders. You see it between uh, bosses and uh, coworkers and employees. It's everywhere. It's absolutely everywhere, and it's really hard to see these these toxic moments because of inconsistency. You have toxic situations because you create a toxic surrounding. And here's something that you can write down or something that you can really ingrain in your mind is that what you represent is what will be projected or what you display will end up being practiced. So you as a leader, you're highly influential. As much as you might deny that or you have your insecurity and you feel like you don't have that much value in your your place of work or the place that you're leading, you really have a lot of influence. And so whatever you represent tends to trickle down. And so especially in a church setting or a home setting, from what I've recognized, it can become really toxic when you represent something that isn't good. So a lack of consistency can trickle down to the students as well. And this is why you see so many ministries crumble is because you have from the from the youth pastor to the leaders to the students, it kind of trickles down in a pattern. So if the youth pastor is inconsistent and then it passes down to the leaders and then the students look up to the youth pastor and the leaders and they see, oh, well, being present and being here and being consistent is not very important to them. So I can do that and carry that throughout my life and also here in this ministry. So not only are you setting your own ministry up for failure and you're seeing your leadership have its full effect, but you're also seeing that that starts to actually build and plant seeds that are sending these people in in the wrong trajectory. These people are turning into a, a to, to a path that is causing destruction and down the road they pay for it and it's really hard and difficult because they end up having the same issues as a leader as well because we're setting the example you as the leader are the example setter and so when you have people that you are influencing those people look up to you those people put you on a pedestal. These people put you in the spotlight. And when that's the case, what I need to know is when I'm in the eyes of many, what I'm representing will then trickle down and be these people are like sponges. Like when you are an influencer, the influencees are sponges. They they take in, they soak in the different practices that they see you attributing to they see you representing they see you displaying and so when that's the case i really need to make sure not not i'm not saying to walk on eggshells or anything like that but i am saying to make sure that you are aware of who and what you are representing in and outside of the church walls in and outside of your house in and outside of the workplace what you do truly does have an effect and so when it comes to the point of consistency, if you are inconsistent, that doesn't necessarily set the students or other people up for success that are surrounding you because 
if you have insecurity about your own self in the place that you're called to and that you're supposed to be committed to and you lack because of that, then there's a huge piece missing. As much as you really don't think that you have that big of an effect on the ministry or on your household or on the workplace, when one piece is missing to the puzzle, the whole picture isn't there. And so I want us as leaders, as people of God especially, to represent God and the kingdom in the right way. And that means being consistent. That means being committed. And when you're committed, you are consistent. Because if you say that you're committed and you're not consistent, you truly aren't. And so you have to go back to square one. You have to say, okay, am I called? Am I committed? Okay, now I got to be consistent. Because when you have inconsistent leaders, you have inconsistent students. When you have inconsistent leadership, you have consistent destruction. And I'll say that again. When you have inconsistent leadership, you have consistent destruction. Each path and every step of the way that you are leading and you are inconsistent, you are then causing a trending destruction, a downfall that is spiraling out. Now, I want to give you a little bit of perspective of why and and a little bit of context why I am so passionate about this. It's because I myself have been in pretty much every single position that you could be in the youth ministry realm. And so for me, this gives perspective on kind of all other leadership realms because I've been the recipient, I've been in the in between, in the middle, and then I've also been the head. Um, so meaning I've been a student, I've been a student leader, I've been a leader, and then I've also become the youth pastor. And so for me, seeing all of these different areas has caused me to have a lot more of an eye-opening perspective on what, mm, yeah, what it looks like to receive inconsistency. Um, As a student, I'll, I'll take you guys back and I'll give you guys examples. And this, again, it really correlates and I'll give examples so that it makes it really practical for you in the position that you are in. But for myself as a student, okay, for myself as a student, I had received a lot of inconsistency in my tenure as a student in youth ministry. And that's from uh, grade school up to, to senior year of high school. I really received a lot of different inconsistencies throughout my student receiving leadership. So One example is I went to this church my entire life growing up until I was about 17 years old. And this church, when I was in junior high and high school, just kept having leaders, uh, specifically uh, like youth pastors and teachers that were coming in and out. And like junior high, I came in and I had a pastor for like a month and then he moved and then we had somebody come in and it was like, what the heck? That was so weird. That was Like I was getting used to this guy and I was bonding to him and he was really awesome. And then this other guy came in, but I mean, it was great in the end, but it still was, you know, there was an inconsistency there. But then when I got into my freshman year of high school, it was actually worse than the junior high one. The junior high one wasn't as bad as this one, but when I got into high school, we had um, rotating teachers and speakers and we didn't have a consistent youth pastor until it was probably like, I want to say it was almost a year. It felt like it at least. I could definitely be wrong on that. Um, But anyways, it was hard because 
we never got to build a consistent relationship with the head leader because we didn't know who that was. Uh, we didn't exactly know who was in charge. We just knew that there was somebody that was teaching that day and we're doing worship. And it was hard. It was difficult because we just kept having people in and out. And then we also had some changing uh, within the church overall at that church. And we had the head pastor um, that, that left. And so for, for me, receiving change within the church as a student was so hard because you get so emotionally attached as a student. And when you're a young person, you're looking up to people, you're looking up to the leadership. And when you're looking at an inconsistent leadership, it's hard to receive. Now, I love that ministry. I love that my experience at that ministry, but there was just a season where I felt like it was inconsistent and that was hard to endure. Even though I loved being a part of the ministry and I loved the people that I was with and I loved the leaders that were teaching, it was still hard because we didn't have that set in stone, consistent person. Okay, so that was kind of an example there. As a student looking up to the leaders, there was this uh, inconsistency, excuse me, and that was really hard to endure in that in that season. Now, on the other side of things, when you're a leader, when you're a youth leader, I transitioned in my senior year because I wanted to go to the same church as my now wife, Caitlin, at the time girlfriend. We decided we wanted to learn and grow in the same place. And so I went there as a student um, and then became a leader right after I graduated and started to build up my leadership skills. And we started to have people that were only there as leaders for like a month, (laughs) two months, three months. And that was so hard because we were building these relationships and then boop, somebody's gone. And then another person's gone and another person's gone. And it's like, when that consistently happens in leadership, that doesn't necessarily portray a good image on the students. Like I had said, for me, it was hard as a student receiving something like that. And then as well as seeing my own like comrades in leadership in battle that are inconsistent or these people that were supposed to help that didn't help. That was so hard. And it, it, we kind of left on a, on a bad note, I guess you could say. And so it was so difficult to receive that. And so with your, if you're a leader and you're working with other leaders and you're not consistent, um, you could be affecting the hearts of other people and even giving a false perception. Now, I'm not saying that image is important to other people, but what I'm saying is when you're in leadership and you're working together, you want to be unified. Unity is so, so important because the way that you grow and impact, shout out to Movement Youth, um, is so important if you are unified. That's the way that you impact better and you grow better is if you start with unity. And so when you have an inconsistency and there's lack of communication and there's lack of, oh, I might have given a spoiler. Um, When there's a lack of unity within your community, you struggle to grow and you struggle to uh, really impact as well as you possibly could have if you were fully engaged and fully committed. And so that was for me as as a leader. There were some seasons of that, but I also, again, have had great, great, incredible experiences as a leader. And it was awesome uh, working with my brother-in-law, who was the youth pastor. And then now I'm, I'm, I'm the youth pastor, and I've received some different moments. Now, 
I had an example last night where it was super awesome. I had people that were committed in helping me in setting up Christmas stuff. And man, I it just made me so happy because here I am in the season where I am literally broken. My my knee is messed up. I cannot walk. I cannot function. And I have people that are stepping up to the plate for me and helping set up and and helping the physical operation happen and work because um, I couldn't do that on my own. And so my leaders are stepping up and they are absolutely working their tails off. And it is so awesome to see them do that and for us to unify in that way. But there have been other moments where I've had very like it's been very difficult because I'll have people that did not necessarily tell me that they were not going to participate and then they didn't show up. And that makes it hard on, on me as you know, the person that is in charge. And that causes me to have to try to figure out things spontaneously. And again, it's all starts with unity so that you can grow and impact better. And when you have an inconsistency it makes it that much harder to build up your ministry, wherever that might be, whether that's in the home, whether that's in the workplace, whether it's in the church realm, whatever it might be, if you are inconsistent, it trickles down and it hurts your opportunity to have growth and strength and and impact in where you're at. If you're a father or a mother, if you are inconsistent, you have a harder time having unity in your family and 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 you have the, a harder time growing and impacting your your daughters, your sons or even your husband whoever that is when they're receiving your inconsistency it makes it that much harder to unify and i hope that makes sense and if you're a boss if you yourself are inconsistent how could you expect your your people that are following you or looking up to you or are influenced by you to do the same like like or do more excuse me how can you expect them to be consistent when you yourself are not again it's a pattern that trickles down and becomes infectious in the place where you are leading and where god has you and so again i want to remind you look at your life recognize the ministry ministries that you have because god does place multiple different ministries in your life. Are you called? Are you committed? And then with that, are you consistent? Because if you aren't consistent, then you aren't committed. And if you aren't committed, then you are lacking in following your calling. And so again, I want to remind you that recognize your calling, commit to the calling, then have consistency. Because when you are not consistent, you create a trend that could affect people negatively for the rest of their lives. So you yourself as an influencer need to be careful of what actions you take because one little action or one little choice and one little inconsistency can set a trend of division for a very long time or it can cause a person that you are leading to end up having that same attribute as well, which is a negative attribute that they will carry with them for the rest of their life. So as we reflect on our lives, I would hope that you would be able to recognize those things and implement these things so that you yourself can become a stronger leader today. 
But hey, don't be discouraged. This is your opportunity to reflect on life and make change. And if you're feeling that way, if you feel like you've been inconsistent and you haven't been committed into your calling, today's the day where you can make change and commitment is possible. Change is possible and change is healthy as well. So I would hope that we can all reflect on our lives and do that as well. Thank you for joining us today, and if you would just do me a favor, if you could like, follow, and share this podcast on whatever platform that we're on, share it to Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, whatever you're on, that would be so helpful for us. It would be so great, but thank you so much for joining us on the podcast. Stay with us, because we're going to be going through yet another episode that correlates with this one, so I would hope that you would stay tuned and be ready for the next episode. See you guys. Have a blessed day.